Hello, uh, I'm Taylor Fravel uh, from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and I'm here with Suhasini Haider, who is a diplomatic affairs editor for the Hindu, one of India's uh, main newspapers. Nice to see you, Suhasini. Professor Fravel, it's always a pleasure. So I thought we could talk about India-China relations today and start off with uh, what appears to be a debate in India over the sort of the, the merits of, of India's approach to, to disengagement um, with China on, on the border back in February. What's going on? Well, you know, a few months ago, back in September 2020, External Affairs Minister Jai Shankar had met with the Chinese uh, Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi in Moscow, and they had hammered out a plan for disengagement. By February, we saw the first phase, which was essentially to disengage troops and to de uh, to actually demobilize troops, take them out of the Pangong Lake area. India did some troop withdrawals from the heights they had taken. China did the same, and the expectation was this would now move to phase two and then to phase three, involving places like the Depsang Plains, Gogra Plains, as well as uh, uh, as well as the Hot Springs area. However, phase two has really hit a wall. Uh, there's no question. There's now a lot of upset, some frustration over the line China seems to be taking, more or less saying, let's be happy with what we have achieved so far, and let's uh, now forget these talks and leave it. So a status quo ante to the place they were last April seems impossible. Um, and uh, and as I said, the talks themselves seem to be in a bit of a deadlock right now. So, so what do you think uh, the, the next move will be by New Delhi? Well, it, certainly Delhi is uh, upset because we've heard this now from more and more ministers speaking. Minister Jai Shankar, in fact, said that there really cannot be business as usual until we see the Chinese withdraw. But there is also uh, the government is a little bit on the back foot because so far uh, they had maintained that they had a good working relationship with China. They were discussing this disengagement on February 25th when they announced the phase one. It was seen as a huge success for diplomacy. Now the question is, did India give away its leverage, which was the heights they took in Pang South Pangong uh, too early in the game and now have to deal with a China that, that it doesn't have as much leverage with, it doesn't have as many tools in order to push China back on. Uh, that's one of the parts. The second is on the long-term impact of Indian strategic planning. The government must expend more troops, infrastructure funds to the LAC than before, leave no part of the LOC unmanned, as it were, uh, look towards a possible two-front situation in the future with China and Pakistan, and perhaps even move away some of its focus that we have seen, certainly with the Quad, we've seen the government showing a lot of interest, um, but in terms of resources, they may need to make its continental threat a greater area for resource. Mm. That's a really important point, uh, especially uh, given India's role uh, in the in, in Indian Ocean. What, what is your sense of the prospects for stability on the uh, China-India uh, border uh, going into this summer when, of course, it's going to be much easier for troops from both sides sort of to move around and to come into contact with each other? Well, certainly the hope is going to be to keep uh, the LAC as peaceful as possible, that at least the protocols that have been put in place so far should ensure that there is no friction uh, between the forces. Remember, in the Pangong area, they've even agreed to a kind of disengagement zone. Uh, so that's the big hope. Uh, there is also the question of where does diplomacy go from here? Um, remember, India had uh, thought about or tinkered around with the idea of reopening some of the trade ties, allowing mm. some of the Chinese investment to come in. That hasn't moved yet. Later this year, there is a BRICS summit that India is hosting that it's expected to chair. Um, if it was to chair it as it's planned in Delhi in the second half of the year, we would see 
President Xi Jinping actually invited to Delhi. Now, that seems like a long shot right now, um, but it really remains to be seen how much diplomacy can move in terms of forging some kind of an agreement which India can say it is satisfied with until actually it is able to see that uh, it is unlikely that the other, the bilateral relationship can move forward. Right, that's a great point about the BRICS summit. Oftentimes, you know, these high-level meetings between uh, China and other countries are opportunities uh, to, to use the summit to move forward um, a certain policy issue. Perhaps uh, in this case, it could be uh, an opportunity to make uh, progress on the border. Do you think that's at all possible? Well, certainly all the push so far has been at the highest level. We saw that after the Doklam standoff as well, when the leaders met and pushed through some kind of an agreement. But remember, the leaders met 18 times in the last uh, six or seven years, and they yet haven't spoken once in the last year of the line of actual control uh, standoff. Um, so it really remains to be seen whether they can pick up the threads of their conversations, particularly mm. the two summits the two leaders came so close together on supposedly the chemistry was supposed to be very good in wuhan and mamlapuram um, but the fact that the two leaders have had no conversation for a year now uh, i think it tells you a lot about how difficult it is going to be to pick up those threads that's a terrific point i had i had not fully appreciated it. there hadn't been a, a single point of contact between the two so so yeah, I, they I mean, last spoke about the covid response but that was before the lac standoff right 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 well thank you so much for uh, uh, uh participating in this conversation six i think we have 17 seconds left so we'll leave it here uh thanks so much so well it's as i said it's always a pleasure to hear your insights and then to speak with you on this conversation as all well. right uh, take care and be well all right.